0: You're listening to the next wave radio network. Everybody, you pulled us the robbery. It's the
1: fucking big phone. I'm all about to shoot every motherfucking last one of you. I feel like
0: i something. <laughs> Get our Scott Pilgrim references out of the way. Well, I just did uh, Close Encounters. Would be that's in. cool. Oh, that one too. Yeah. All right, that'll work. <laughs>
1: it's a little movie that people saw, you know, back in. Unfamiliar with back it. Back in the 80s. Mm-mm. Doesn't <laughs> ring a bell. Uh, Spielman. I'm not getting it, friend. <laughs> uh, S- S- Stan- Stanley Spielman <laughs> did this movie. <laughs> it was about, like, aliens or something and mashed potatoes. Man, you want to talk about a slow burn.
0: That, uh, that film takes a while to oh I was kick like you're get this. it does it yeah.
1: it's almost it's like, like when you go back and Alien when movie. you when you go back and revisit close encounters of the third kind it feels like it's two separate movies uh, where? Well, well, show me the separation. It, the separation when they finally get when they finally get to the plateau. Like, suddenly it's a whole other movie. I feel like it's a whole different movie. That's true,
0: because that climax is like a half an hour on its own. It's like yeah. a
1: little short film.
0: Yes. About the first contact.
1: Great, though. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Remember when Spielberg was a much more visual director? Oh, come on. <laughs> what? You don't you're somebody funny you get like I, you get like defensive you because, become like Steven Spielberg defender
0: because even the, even though i've I've kind of grown up and i've i've uh experienced I don't want to grow
1: up don't want to grow up I don't want to grow up don't want to grow up discovered other film directors grow up I'm a, a Toys R Us kid. kid. Boom, boom, There's boom, a million toys... False, by the way. Toys at Toys R Us. Not are a million? That- no. There's a billion? No, not even a bit Dude, have you gone to a Toys R Us and counted the actual toys that are on well, the shelves? I'm there are not a million. 38 years old, so I can't There are not... Guy, why, what? Personally. I go to Toys R Us regularly. <laughs> well, you have, have you, a child. Have you seen this room? Yeah, dude. A human <laughs> have child. Have you seen this room that you're sitting in right now? It is kind of
0: toy mecca. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're recording in if, Toys R Us. If, if I wasn't...
1: If I wasn't with Sarah and we didn't have a baby together, I could conceivably be mistaken for the washing machine repairman How guy or the, the bicycle shop guy from different strokes. <laughs> that would be me.
0: It's weird because like you're 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 a very smooth debonair person, like you have a lot of uh, not personality. Women love you, women are drawn to you. What? And yet <laughs> what? and yet if I looked at this room, it's like the 40-year-old virgin's yeah. uh, uh, original apartment. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. That's. Didn't he? Yeah, he even had toys like in the original packaging, didn't he? That's, yeah. Tons of board
1: games. Dude, we got to do board (laughs) games. Yeah, we got this board, the pile of board games. I'm admiring your Donkey Kong Jenga. You're you're admiring my dong. (laughs) (laughs) Always. Yeah. um, Well, okay. So this is the editing bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. (laughs) Mine's Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're bad movies, sometimes they're good movies. Either way, it will be a movie that we'll watch. And every week we'll come back here and. Talk about it, dissect it with each other, and talk about it with you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners, who we invite to take part in the conversation. Just go to Facebook, in the search bar there on Facebook, put in the Editing Bay. Mm. It's going to bring up a page, a little link there with a woman with bleeding eyes. That's us. That's where you could talk back to us. In fact, tried to do a little Facebook Live for this one, and for Uh-oh. some reason, my iPad won't connect to Technology my home fail. network. I know, right? This, this iPad needs some help. Mm-hmm. I might have yep. to just completely reset it. Joe, it's a poor workman who blames his tools. Well, (laughs) I'm just saying, could not be the iPad. (laughs) Might not. Could not. I think. I think it's the, the iPad. It's yeah. I was gonna right. make a whole little like thing about tools and <laughs> tools. A power play. I, is it power play or foul play?
0: I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I think. You know why? Because I had the cassette. We're talking about the Transformers the movie last week's episode. If you haven't listened, go back and uh, subscribe on pa- iTunes. Pause this right here. Check it out. Yeah, there you do. Uh, very important that you listen to the editing bay in chronological order because <laughs> we make a lot of references to previous episodes, guys. It's
1: like it's like the Stranger Things of uh, of podcasts. <laughs> So, uh, uh, you want to, you want to, okay, just binge listen to our podcast. How do you spell
0: destruction? D E S T R U C T I O N. How do you
1: spell lyrics?
0: I'm pretty sure because I had the cassette. Remember back in the day when you bought a cassette, uh, every now and then it would have the lyrics. Let's see. Instruments of Destruction, Tools of Foul Play. Boom! I'm. All right, I'm uh on. What website is that, though? I'm pretty good, hombre. (laughs) Got my own skate
1: company. More than pretty good. I got my own skate company. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like if I was an Evil X, I would probably be Lucas Lee. Lucas Lee? Lee? I would want to be Lucas Lee. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you. Mm. Todd Ingram being a close second.
0: Mm, yeah. Oh, I see. I would have put you more as a Gideon. You're more of a Gideon. You think I'd be a Gideon? I think so. But it's oh.
1: it's the glasses. I'm kind of, uh, I don't know if I should be flattered, but I feel kind of flattered. Yeah, yeah you should because be. Because I love Jason Schwartzman. And and you're the top of the pyramid. You're you're the final boss. The final countdown. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. No, that's the lyrics right there. Well, according Tools to that of foul website, play I could have swore I had the cassette. What Man. website do you want me to bring up? Um, do you want me to bring the up? The one that agrees lyric with Lyric Wikia? <laughs> the one sure. that agrees with me. Go for it uh i'll bring up another independent site while well, you look at that instruments uh, of destruction tools of foul play god damn it all yeah, right
0: I'm, I'm not i'm not even lying they're all copying and pasting. well now you're just showing them an advertisement oh <laughs> it
1: was a, a best buy ad that just came up <laughs> She joel this how dumb advertisement my, there it is right there on the near the bottom yeah yeah there you go it's
0: a violent
1: eruption dude so good it's well, so good what do i know uh,
0: Check out last week's episode and listen to the soundtrack. Yes, of uh, the Transformers the movie. Also, uh, while you're giving out plugs, I like we we, we totally forgot to do it because uh, we had a special supersized episode of the
1: podcast last week. This one will probably be supersized too. I don't think it will. Just every episode we record is like an hour and a half think long. It will.
0: No, no, no. Let's get back to that hour. Okay. Well,
1: be the it. best way we could do that is if I just let you go ahead and say what you want to say. All right, uh, Twitter. Say what you need to say. Follow us on Twitter at
0: uh, the Editing Bay. Man, ever since we cr- uh, crossed that 100 follower. Threshold. Uh-huh. They've just been coming out of the woodworks. I don't know where you guys were the last three months My when we're trying to get a hundred followers. Another Scott
1: got
0: Guys, by the way, if you're new to
1: this podcast, uh, we're kind of uh, Scott Pilgrim fans.
0: You should probably watch that movie. You'll get twenty five percent of the things we're discussing.
1: I mean, that's basically all we say. It was we just take Scott Pilgrim dialogue and make it fit what we want to say. Sometimes we sing.
0: That's <laughs> right. Strong men <laughs> also, also cry. No, not this week, but soon. <sighs> yeah. Editing bay listeners. Yeah, soon. We, well,
1: we talked about that that last week, uh, mm-hmm. and then this past week, mm-hmm. lost Kenny Baker. Oh yeah, I saw I that. I almost contacted you and said, hey, maybe we should do Star Wars. <sighs> maybe we should, but then I was like, no, is it? Is it <sighs> and I, fe- I don't mean to diminish Kenny Baker I was and his just work. Gonna say the same, but like we preempt all the time, and I don't think that it's worth. No, preempting for us to talk about and jerk off a movie that we both love. Exactly. Because what would we do? We'd have to do one of the original trilogy, right? Yeah. Was he even involved in
0: Force Awakens? Yeah. Did they cram him into that suit I, so they could get a photo op I, and then I think say they did. that technically yeah. Kenny Baker I think was they in did. this
1: film? I think they did. That seems a little... It's. Uh, uh, they uh, did the same thing with Peter Mayhew yeah
0: they did he should not have been on that <laughs> man and seeing and hearing the kind of health he was in did you yeah. watch that documentary on y- Force Awakens I, I have Force? not yet no it's really good it's very very good but uh, basically anytime Chewie's sitting down that's probably Peter Mayhew anytime he's on feet <laughs> that is not Peter Mayhew in that suit and yeah. the same goes for um, it's Michael Phelps C-3PO <laughs> Peter Mayhew was in the C three PO suit. No, I'm <laughs> saying, uh, what's his name? Anthony, Anthony Daniels. Daniels? Uh, they they got him in there, I think, for a couple of shots. Jack but Daniels. I think they've they've passed that baton. Speaking of passing the baton,
1: <gasps> what a segue! Hell yeah! Holy shit, man! That was really playing. good. Yeah, just came up with that right now. In honor of the uh, the Olympic Games. <laughs> There are two songs, two music cues that they use for the Olympics. There, there's like three or four, but I know what you're talking well, about. Well, th- actually, okay, I'm gonna go with three that that are most noticeable. There's the uh, there's that dun 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 dun. Yep. That's lesser played nowadays. That's Randy Edelman's theme song to the old Briscoe County Junior TV show. That's right, starring Bruce Campbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, a song that I can't find anywhere. Like I'd love to find that somewhere. Really? The actual original tune. Not like some chip tune version of it that's on YouTube. You cannot find that somewhere. You're kidding. Nope. Not even kidding. Then they use the Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, another Randy Edelman song. And then every once in a while, they'll use John Williams, The Chase, from the Far and Away movie soundtrack.
0: How
1: does that go? Oh, (speaking) yes, they do.
0: That is a great score. It's one of my favorite John Williams scores. It's amazing. For a movie
1: that uh, is undeserving of that score. I love that movie. Far and Away? I really do. I fucking love that movie. Coming
0: soon to an episode of The Uh, Ending Bay.
1: Probably. Uh, But what we're talking about (laughs) this week, in in honor of the Olympics... Uh, we're talking about a movie starring Johnny Knoxville and Brian Cox called The Ringer. Now, this is produced by the Farrelly Brothers, yes. who've done something about Mary and uh, y- what? What was it? You, me, and, and Dupree. No, Dupree. It, that's not them. Was, that wasn't them. Was that them? Me, myself, and Irene. They did me and they myself, did my and, myself Irene. and Irene. They did the Stuck on You, Stuck on and You, and Kingpin. And Kingpin. One yes. of my favorites of theirs. Uh, so. They, they've they got a, a string of comedies and I think that they've struggled ever since Something About Mary, they've struggled to kind of capture that lightning in a bottle they had with that movie. Right. Which people go back now and, and you talk to them about it and they're like, eh, really, you know. I, I was among a bunch of people who loved that fucking movie. See, and you know.
0: I was on the other side. Everybody loved it and I saw it after the, the uproar and I was like, I don't get it, man. People were yeah. losing their shit and I'm like, it just seems like another kind of slapstick comedy to me yeah. that they've kicked it up a notch. But I'm... I'm not generally a huge fan of that genre, Joe. That genre uh, which, which, of comedy. Which genre are we talking uh, about? Gross-out, slapstick, pratfall humor type of comedy, like the Dumb and Dumber's of the world. Um, pretty much most of the Fairly Brother movies. So I'll go right out and say I did like something about Mary, but it's at the Didn't top. They do. They did Dumb and Dumber as well. Is that them? Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Well, there you I go. Think it was. So pretty much any Fairly Brother movie. You don't uh, like that stuff. You don't like that material. I, I can appreciate it, but I don't
1: seek it out, and it's not always my first choice. Okay. All right. Uh, so this film, produced by them, mm-hmm. uh, directed by Barry Blaustein? Yeah. Is that who like that was? Blindstein. Um, And it's about... <laughs> it's it, Just long story short, <laughs> it's about a guy and his uncle who try to fix the Special Olympics so they can win money, mm-hmm. and he can pay for uh, a friend of his surgery... And also so his uncle can get out of debt with a a loan shark. Sure. Rock-solid premise. Can't believe the film hasn't been
0: made before a (laughs) hundred times. It's basically an episode of uh, Three's Company. It it is. Extended. It's
1: an extended episode of Three's Company. Um, Except instead of having to act gay, Mm -hmm, (laughs) Jack Tripper has to act like he's handicapped. Oh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh, yeah. No, that was them? I don't know. That was the one No, story. that's the Adam Sandler. But it uh, is the the acting the acting gay. Yeah. Adam Sandler and Kevin James. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that's pretty much it. Um I, I really like I don't know if we really need to kind of describe what all happens in this movie. Um uh, uh, well, yeah, we're here to talk about it, aren't we? What do you want to talk you, about? You want you want to go through the entire plot of this? Well,
0: thing? N- just the first maybe 15 20 minutes because Joe whew. Okay, so this was your pick. You like this film. I I, I like this movie. Okay.
1: Um, <laughs> we don't have to get into why maybe, right maybe, now. Maybe okay. I'll, I'll, okay, go ahead. Yeah, go on.
0: <laughs> um, but uh, so I, I was I was prepared. Um, the, the but the first twenty minutes of this movie, it, it takes a while to get into because it's all the setup, it's all the backstory, and they have to they have to do all these things, right? They have to make the hits, they have to make you like the Johnny Knoxville character, huh? So, or or empathize yeah, with him at least, yeah. maybe not like him. Yeah.
1: they have to. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure they were trying to. Yeah. They're trying to make the audience like him. Sure,
0: he's a bit of a dark horse. Yeah. Uh they they you have to set up this contrived plot. Are you ready for b- Because a- anytime there's something like w- w- where they they're trying to fix something or they're, they're going for the grand prize uh-huh. or they're trying to pull the wool over Oh, what's the what's the movie with the two guys who dress Stuck up on as girls no because it got to be
1: in the sorority girls is that what it's called yeah with, with the, harlan williams the wayans
0: brothers oh
1: white chicks
0: that's what i'm talking about yeah it's like
1: <laughs> wow it's not even sorority girls <laughs> but have you seen that film no like
0: what is the why are they i'm sure they're in there because it's like little man they
1: yeah <laughs> i think we should just dedicate like a whole month like wayans month where we just do all those bad oh, damon Joe. wayans movies i know because i'll need or a palate cleanser in between them uh, I can't do them
0: all straight. What? Well, we could do we could do that. No, we could, but I, would anybody
1: listen? I don't think so.
0: That'll be this week's poll on the website. <laughs> I, uh, I, I have my doubts that people listen already. So, <laughs> no, dude, we got uh, over a thousand listeners. I noticed at least. That's and uh, great. like three3k three, downloads Send a Send pizza so thank you Send pizza I'm telling you our, our Twitter has been blowing up we've got like a, over 115 or so uh, followers right now please, it's, it's please keep up.
1: verbally filleting me about this podcast I'm j-
0: no I'm'm I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I'm gonna bu- reassure you and no it's I, I why we had a woman that. from Colorado Springs that uh, followed us today Canadian. we had people in, in other countries yeah yeah Canadian who won uh which by the oh by the way finally shipped all that stuff off.
1: Oh, did you? So, listener Levi, <laughs> <laughs> you finally get from finally a get, year to ago. get
0: your your uh, your Sean Aston signed photograph, and uh, <laughs> that's right. Caitlin opted for just the, in time.
1: Uh, you could go back and enjoy our podcast about the Goonies and admire your maybe a little crinkled <laughs> Sean Aston autograph. Just photo. the corner,
0: corner's a little bent, and I cannot uh, verify what condition it will be in. Uh when uh, the post service drops it off, yeah. but I did write Do Not Bend on it. There you go. So I've
1: done I've done what I can. Do not bend like Beckham. I have a clear conscience. That's good. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so we, we're introduced to this guy, Stevie, um, played by Johnny Knoxville, mm-hmm. and this he on, works for a company. Mm-hmm. What do they do? Don't know. We have no idea. It doesn't matter. No clue. All we
0: know is he's been there a couple of years. He ask his boss for a raise, or not a raise, but a little just more responsibility. Little more
1: responsibility. That's, and that's your way of asking for a raise, is sure, to kind of be like, sure. hey, look, I need to be challenged a little bit more. Uh, and, in you know, <laughs> we end up finding out just through context clues that, like, it's kind of worked out, and he's, you know, he's working in an office now, you and know. Uh, not a cube. But <sighs> we set things up in this, in this just first few minutes Oof. that... I feel, I feel don't ever come back into play or no don't really need to be a part of this character because we don't play it up properly. They're like,
0: not. It's it's solely there for the purpose of getting this ridiculous plot in motion. Yeah,
1: and it's really loose. Like that, we open up with a Jesse the Body Ventura voiceover. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, "You're not a loser. You're a winner. I've I've taken pe- I've taken crap that has more spine than you." Like, Okay, all right, and then he's like, "I'm a winner. I can do it. I'm a winner. I believe myself." And that's he goes. He's like, "I'm a winner. I'm gonna go do this." And he, he's walking over to the boss's office, and he trips. fall. What did he trip on? It, Don't know. Just doesn't matter. It he doesn't just, matter. Just tripped. D- Joe, and he does this like three or four times in the course a, of the movie.
0: There is a lot of uh, Johnny Knoxville just like falling on his ass or his face. Like and and even when you think you're out of the when you're in the safe zone, the very end, the very last scene, yeah. he falls off a ladder. He falls off a ladder. Like, really? Do we still need to have this guy falling down? Like it's
1: that type of movie. You guys. you throw something like this. You throw, make a character clumsy because it's going to serve a purpose later in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like there's going to be a reason. There's a reason. A good scriptwriter is going to have a reason for every choice made in a script, but they're not going to like telegraph it so horribly. And and. And I don't know what's worse. I don't know about like if something's just so horribly telegraphed that you know it's going to come back later or if something happens and there's no reason for it. It's I like just, the latter. You you like the latter? Yeah. You, you like that they just something happens and there's no reason for it to happen? So you you dug like Johnny Knoxville just Fallen and fucking tripping on shit. I'm not saying just I dug them. it. I'm just saying, like, it, it becomes even more
0: painful when you try to tie it in if there's no other re- uh, Like, let's be honest. Those shots are there for the trailer, right? Yeah. Him falling, him getting hit the nuts. Like, <laughs> you need those shots for the trailer, and then they're trying to tell this sweet story about disabled people. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What are we calling them, Joe? Uh, I, Handy candy capable? Special Olympians. Special Olympians. All right. Because that's what they are in this that, movie. That makes it easy. We'll have to yeah. delve into
1: the, the intricacies. Of what? Well, okay. So the thing that really hits you over the head that the Stevie guy is supposed to be a good guy is that the first thing the boss asks him to do when right. he's like, "I'll give you more responsibility," go fire the janitor. You oh. need to go fire the janitor, and he's like, "But he's a good guy." You mean I caught uh, him, Stavi? Stavi? <laughs> Stevie has to fire Stavi, and I'm like, oh, "Seriously, you're gonna name two of your major characters like Stevie and Stavi?" It comes back into play later in this movie, mm-hmm. which I didn't remember, and I was like, okay, at least they addressed the elephant in the room, uh, but still feels like lazy script writing. Yes. Oh, well, this uh, whole first act is lazy script writing. So he he goes and he, he has to fire Stavi, <laughs> and the way he does it is that he offers Stavi a job mowing lawns at his apartment <laughs> complex. Although,
0: I do enjoy that scene where Stavi's just like an, uh, elbow deep in a toilet, let's say cleansing, and... Uh, uh, Johnny was like, like, you don't want to do this forever, right? He's like, oh oh yeah. no, I love it! I love it! I get to work with my hands. <laughs> yes. He's
1: got just, just toilet water and shit and piss so, all over. Uh,
0: so yeah, he he can't bring him, uh, can't bring himself to to firing poor Stavi without giving him a a, a a parachute. Yeah, and his parachute is the form of hiring him on full time. Joe, 350 bucks a week. 350 bucks a with week. With health benefits. Actually, he ups it to $400, doesn't by the end of it. Yep. Which, uh, I haven't done the math on that, Joe, but could you afford to hire What, $1,600 an illegal a month? Well yeah I know what I mean Like, Alright but then What is that a year What does that come out to Wait, I'm
1: not fucking With benefits Russell Crowe I can't like just <laughs> Look at fucking Over your head Looking at numbers Come on, Rain shit. Man <laughs> I'm sorry I got nothing uh, Well whatever It's a lot of fucking money And all I know is I feel is... like that was A very insensitive reference To that you just made Calling me Rain Man No 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 Why In the, the parlance of Oh come on Oh
0: gosh I didn't even mean to <laughs> We were talking about the wizard a couple of weeks ago.
1: He, he counts cards. Somebody who counts really quickly. The, actually, is... the kid in the wizard doesn't count cards at all.
0: No, sure he does. <laughs> he didn't he count cards. that scene. Just, just, go with it. <laughs> just go with it.
1: Okay, no, I'm going with you on this journey right now, though. Thank you. Uh, no, right. I, I, I totally got you. Like That's, that's a lot of money. That yeah. is a lot.
0: So I, I don't care how bad I feel about firing somebody. Um, I, I would not be able to afford <laughs> or even offer to bring them on full time to mow my lawn and do my do my bidding pretty yeah. much right yeah. so so this all happens very quickly within the, like the first 5 10 minutes right what is that
1: like 18 19 grand let's somebody do the math on that yeah someone do the math on text that text us <laughs> cuz i can't somebody do it off my days head. later <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to open next week's podcast with, it's this. You'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But, uh, so yeah,
0: very quickly, he gets promoted. He has to fire Stavi. Can't fire Stavi. Offers him a job Why of his own. Why is Stavi speaking
1: in the third person? Yeah, oh, Stavi. Stavi loved toys. I've met so many immigrants. I've met people from all kinds of nations. Uh, people who speak broken English. Mm-hmm. Nobody refers to <laughs> themselves in the third person.
0: Uh, and in fact, there's a couple of characters in this film that do that. Yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy does that later. <laughs> Jeffy. We'll talk about Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy and Jeffy. Jimmy and Jeffy. Yeah. Apparently that's something that all handicapable people have in common. Right? And and immigrants.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, there's a hidden message there. Is there? In the, in the film. Yeah. The filmmakers are trying to say.
1: I remember last week telling you that this movie handled this <laughs> this content and this mm-hmm. subject matter. Handled it with some with a lot of grace, and they were very careful about it right. and, and and thoughtful. I was looking forward to that um, when I sat down and watched it. And no, so. <laughs> upon this upon this <laughs> most recent viewing, I am now realizing how off base I was yes. with that description. This movie, well, I mean, and you could tell it's trying to be very sensitive, mm-hmm. it it does it has so many horrible missteps. Well. First of which is, uh, all right, so to cut to the
0: chase, just get through the plot real quick. So uh, he's hired on Stavi. Stavi has a horrible accident mowing his lawn. Uh, Again, we're 10 minutes in. Loses his fingers. Loses, uh, what, three or four? Three fingers. Three fingers.
1: fingers. (laughs) 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 That's right, he's doing the salute. The Stavi salute. Give give him the Stavi goodbye. (laughs)
0: That's what it is. (laughs) Does like the hook him horns. Um, So uh, Stavi loses his fingers, cut to the hospital. Oh, we can't reattach him because he doesn't have. Insurance,
1: even and that's though. when that's fall number two, when Johnny Knoxville just falls for no reason, and like we see fingers get thrown. <gasps> that's right, because he's got him in the plastic yeah. bag, and the fingers go go flying. My fingers, and I feel like someone wrote that. Someone stays. I went, oh, and he's gonna fall, and then there's gonna be the bag with the fingers. It's gonna be fucking hilarious. No crickets. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A few times in this film. Uh Uh-huh. So so that's the premise then, that now he's at the doctor's office. Stavi cannot have his fingers reattached because Johnny Knoxville was lying when he said he had insurance. He has no insurance. It's going to cost $28,000. But apparently...
1: It's a conveniently The fingers
0: will last a couple of weeks. We learned this from this this doctor who Uh uh, doesn't seem very concerned about Stavi or his fingers or anybody involved. Uh, tells him oh, we'll keep him on eyes for a couple of weeks. But so right there in the first fifteen minutes we have set up the character, we have set up the the conflict. The ticking clock. We have the ticking clock and we have the goal. Twenty eight thousand dollars. It is all very neat and tidy and way too convenient for my taste in film. Not very yeah. masterfully done. But yeah. again, that's not what this film's about. This film doesn't have this goal of trying to be a What a great is the goal of this film? You know, I'm glad you asked that joke. <laughs> because I was asking myself that uh, for the first half of it. And I'll, I'll tell you the answer later. But at this point in the film... We're we're to the point now where uh, Brian Cox is uh, his uncle Johnny Knoxville's uncle, uh-huh. uh, also brilliant
1: actor who played Uncle Argyle in Braveheart. Oh, dude! Uh, he, he was Striker Stryker in the X Men films. That's right? Uh, he was the first actor to play Hannibal Lecter in Manhunter. Then
0: right. also he's in my favorite Trick or Treat.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's right. One of the anthology stories.
0: Great actor. Accomplished. <laughs> totally wasted. In oh, this film. Yeah, yeah But yeah, yeah. Uh, But does a yeoman's job if, with what he's giving I feel you, like this
1: think. is one of those, you know how like every couple of years or so you get like one of those studio films? It's like just a bunch of vignettes, but they have like a shit ton of like star power. Just a bunch of really big celebrities. Uh, Valentine's Day. There was that like film 42 or movie 42. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was like had Hugh Jackman, Halle Berry, like all these just great actors. I feel like that's kind of how they roped Brian Cox to do this movie. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they told him it was going to be a lot of different actors? Well, I think it was, look, motherfucker, you're on contract. Yeah. So if you want out of your contract, you need to do this film. Oh. I feel like that's what happened here. Yeah, this... Because he doesn't even look like he's really having fun doing this film. Well,
0: this film was in kind of production limbo for a long time. It took seven years to to actually be released. Not to get filmed, but to be released. And the biggest part of that, apparently, (laughs) was to get the, the Paralympics... Uh, Committee, the special. I'm sorry, not Paralympics. The Special Olympics committee to sign off, kind of give their blessing, because you can't make a movie about the Special Olympics without the involvement of you know. You can't even use the the word Olympics. Yeah. Um, So uh, it, it took them a while, but I guess they were convinced because. I don't know what finally convinced them.
1: Oh, I'll tell you what convinced them. Yeah. What convinced them is Johnny Knoxville, Stevie trying to pull the wool over these Special Olympians' eyes. Ah. And they're the ones that find him out. They they're cannot. like, Look, you're horrible and we totally get it. Like at every turn, every time something every time something's going on in this movie, mm-hmm. the people who aren't fooled are the special Olympians. That's a good point. They play them up in this movie like they are the smartest men in the room. They're men and heroes. women in the room.
0: Uh, for the most part.
1: Um No, unless it serves some kind of comedy, some comic relief moment, some kind of punchline, unless it serves that, they are the guys that are figuring things out. And then they take it upon themselves to go, look, we totally get what you're doing. We're going to help you but because we have time, our own goal.
0: But at the same time, they kind of take some some pot shots at him a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and I'm telling you, it was, it was uncomfortable, especially – so I'm, I'm trying to set up the premise here. So Brian Cox is his uncle. He's got some problems with bookies as
1: well. He's kind of a, a, a
0: lone – not a lone shark. No, he's not a
1: lone shark. He's just got a gambling problem. Yeah. but And but, so he's in for like – 40 G's yeah. with this loan Shark. Which we
0: find out because Stevie's reaching out to him to help with the 28K for Stavi's fingers. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, they together decide, actually it's Brian Cox's idea, because uh, Brian because Cox's loan Shark. The Lone shark, shark
1: is a huge fan of the Special Olympian Yeah, because Jimmy, uh,
0: Jimmy uh, who's like, what, what does he call him? The, the Michael Jordan of the, the, the Special Dion Olympics? The Deion Sanders of <laughs> retards. That's what it is. Was
1: the quote. Uh, oh that's the right Deion Sanders That kid is the Deion Sanders of retards That's right I am surprised that they got away with saying that word so many times but, Because well, I know uh, I would volunteered uh, And worked with uh, the Special with Olympics um, <laughs> Back when <laughs> in Plano In the, the Plano chapter First started doing baseball No way I helped coach their first baseball team Oh cool and uh when i started this new job mm-hmm. they reached out they wanted us to kind of be a part of some stuff they were doing in arlington and i wanted to help them out and i even told the guy i'm like man i, I helped out with the first baseball team over and playing it turned out he had a connection with them as well and so we got to kind of catch up on nice. some stuff um i th- i've known <laughs> through funny. my work that like the r word is a word you don't say. No, of course not. You do not say it. And I, I was surprised that the Special Olympics Committee signed off on this script, signed off on this movie well, with as many times as it's used. And I get, we've talked about this, yeah. the idiot says the words, right. the bad guy says the words. Yeah. But still, the word is being said. Mm-hmm. And that's that's well, horrible. Like, to, and, and that's hurtful to these people. It's hurtful for, for them and the yes. people that are close to them. That word is horribly hurtful for them to hear. Uh, And so that's surprising to me. Uh, And I don't remember when I first saw this movie, I don't remember coming out quite as much like i don't remember that happening as much seeing this movie again i'm, I'm going to tell you i almost said this about 10 15 minutes ago uh this is one of those movies that when i first saw it i was like i really like this it's very it's thoughtful and you know and, and i was even telling sarah i'm like yeah we're gonna watch the ringer and i was telling her all about it. i'm like yeah. yeah it's about this but you know what it's done in a very thoughtful way <laughs> it's not uh, no it's really not i don't know how the wool got pulled over my eyes well with this but i'm I do not like this movie oh. as much as I thought I remembered liking. It. Interesting. Well, yeah. it
0: it does kind of. I I will I will spoil and say it does kind of redeem itself in the second half. But this first half, getting through it, uh-huh. um, because by the time Johnny Knoxville and Brian Cox have concocted this plan, what they're going to do, they're going to try to infiltrate the Special Olympics. Johnny Knoxville is going to pretend to be uh, impaired. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, not impaired.
1: He's going to be handicapped. Handicapped. He's going to be disabled. You. He's going to act like he's mentally disabled. Mm-hmm. Uh, And uh, so then we're we're treated to a scene where he's kind of... Not unlike Robin Williams in Father's Day.
0: Or I was going to say, you know, any movie where uh, there's a a group of girls and they're going out and they're trying on dresses, right? We're going out for the night and you see that scene with a mirror where they're trying on different personas. Uh, Johnny Knoxville is trying on different... Special uh mentally like, handicapped different personas, co- different
1: personas, different costumes, and the things that he's saying. He's like I can count all the way to potato. Yeah, can I have a slice of your dookie? Like and, and,
0: really offensive things. It's S- now super offensive. To be to be fair, we, we're kind of setting up his I character arc because my note, right? maybe the picking a persona bit was a little insensitive. It was, I know. And, and again, we're in the first act. We're before the thirty-minute mark, and I'm sitting there thinking that this is a, a film that Joe loves. <laughs> And picked to do on our podcast. Yeah. And I uh, was really going to have to take it a task force. So I'm glad you've said that. Glad you're on the same way. Uh, yeah. But, I, I
1: will say, though, during that sequence, before that whole picking a persona sequence, yeah. there was something that really made me laugh. Okay. Uh, and I don't remember this. I didn't remember this before. I maybe didn't pay attention to it. But when he and uh, his uncle, Gary, yep. Brian Cox, mm-hmm. are watching, they're watching movies to try to get him into character. Watching Forrest Gump. Okay, wait. So the the movies that they're watching are. Yes. They're, you see the covers. Yep. Rain Man. You're right. I am Sam. Yep. Forrest Gump. Uh. uh. And then the best of Chevy Chase. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> oh, what a great sight gag. Oh. <laughs>
0: Somebody had a, a beef with Chevy Chase in the making of this film. I'm though.
1: wondering if they tried to get Chevy Chase for this movie for something. Maybe to play Ooh, the to uncle. To play uh, Brian
0: Cox's character? Yes. That'd and he was
1: like, no. And so that was their like their, their jab Fuck at him. Fuck you, Chevy. And he's like, look, <laughs> I'll do Hot Tub Time Machine. Right. But I am not doing this. I'm not touching this with a 10-foot pole. Uh, you know, he probably
0: made the right call, though.
1: In yeah. retrospect,
0: right? Yes.
1: Uh, but th- no, that made me laugh a lot. <laughs> I like that. Um... So yeah, the just getting through the first half of this um meanwhile, the back half of this movie is super light mm-hmm. um they're 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 trying their hardest to stretch it out just to hit that hour and a half mark. it is barely It is an
0: hour and thirty four minutes like yeah. I said the last seven minutes are always credits. so yeah this is uh there are animated films
1: that are longer than this one um that's probably a good thing though. i d- I don't like that they introduced like the bad boyfriend I don't. I, th- I felt like that was a horrible cop-out to try to give you someone that was maybe a little bit worse I romantically so than Johnny Knoxville. I don't think there should have ever been a, a love story in this.
0: That's the thing, too. It's a little... Okay, so so Katherine Heigl is in this film. Uh-huh. Uh-huh when people still
1: were casting her in things yes. before they realized.
0: She she really comes off as likable and, and sweet in the, this film. Maybe the only time
1: and in, in cinematic history yeah. that Catherine Heigl seems likable is in the movie where a guy acts like he's mentally disabled <laughs> to not, fix the special. Not the so much in Knocked Up? Nope. Have you heard the, uh, the kerfuffle between no. her and Seth
0: Rogen? I have not, no. Well, apparently she was vocal when... The, I mean, this is a decade old now, uh... uh uh oh uh, We got baby baby crying Baby yeah. alert Baby alert Cut this part out Jeff <laughs> um, But um, yeah After Or as Knocked Up was coming out Like she was No pun intended Knocking it um, Like when she was doing the premiere She was just saying Oh I wasn't Wasn't happy with the way it came out And then she later I think backtracked and Was trying to say that She wasn't happy with her performance Oh wow But she's been known to do this She did that What's that doctor show She was on the Grey's Anatomy Oh Grey's Anatomy Where she came out She publicly came out one year And said Hey Emmy Hey Emmy guys don't nominate me this year because I don't feel like I've done any work on in this season that is up to snuff. I don't think the show is Emmy worthy. Wow. To which her her co stars were like, GTFO. Like, this is the fucking Emmys. Like, if you get nominated, just you know take it. Wow. So she she's ruffled some feathers over the years. Not to the least of which was Seth Rogen, who. After after hearing that and has kind of been talking some shit, so that's in the news again.
1: Oh wow, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I I yeah, I'm not a huge fan. I'm uh, not a huge fan, and it has nothing to do with her off off screen persona. It's just I don't like her work. I really don't. And I honestly like of the movies that I've seen her in, this is the one where I found her like the most likable. I thought so. There's
0: this one, and then there's a the one she did with Josh Dumal where like uh, uh they they take over Transformers as parents. That's right. She she plays Megatron. Um, no, they, they they adopt a couple of kids when their parents are killed, and it's like the two of them. Oh, right. I know. Really dark premises. I, that the films that she's choosing maybe are uh, yeah are a little uh, little light into the soul. Maybe she
1: should read the script. I yeah. feel like maybe she should read the scripts before she picks. I mean, there was twenty seven dresses though. Mm. They skipped right to the twenty seventh one. Is that the one with Ashton Kutcher? Uh, I think that was. Um, uh, no, dude, where's my car? No, 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 that one like he's in the witness protection, bro. Oh, right. that's Larry the Cable Guy, Witless protection. No, goddamn it! All right, we're getting our our, our Heigl films. <laughs> Harrison Ford, witness. Anyway, so, uh, is it witness. <laughs> that's right. Was it like 1982? Was it My Blue
0: Heaven? Witness. <laughs> so Catherine Heigl is in this film. Uh, and uh, yeah, they she she is like a volunteer. She's the peppy volunteer who uh, Johnny Knoxville immediately has a crush on because uh-huh. hot blonde in the Special yeah. Olympics, right? Um, and uh, but she she does. She has the uh, the wedding crashers, uh, needlessly evil for no reason. boyfriends. yeah. I guess he's just like a player. He's hitting on the waitress when they go out to dinner, uh-huh. and uh,
1: but he does really. He's not really treating Johnny Knoxville badly he doesn't No, he doesn't really treat Johnny Knoxville badly he he does lie about like hey I've been working with him for years you know that's all he does that to try to pick up on the not that that makes it okay right but he does that to kind of pick up on the other chick meanwhile like Johnny Knoxville manipulates his situation and gets her to like ultimately gets her to break up with this guy that's true through half a lie (laughs) and then like busting him for some other stuff and and this is why I'm saying that there shouldn't have been even like this chance of a love story in this movie, because it really fogs things up in the course of this movie. We've already got kind of a clear, even though it's convoluted in itself, we've already got what the goal is. The goal is to make this money. So that way he could that you're already, okay, you're doing these things, you know, you're, you're making questionable decisions, but the road to hell is paved with good intentions. You're, you know, you, you want to do a good thing, but you're doing some shitty stuff to kind of, to accomplish this. We don't need to also throw in this like relationship with Catherine Heigl, right? That ultimately has a payoff at the end. It, it's it really shouldn't. Weird. It should not have had that. That shouldn't have been the ending of this movie. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't have been the focus of this movie. Mm-hmm. It, it, Catherine Heigl. If we're going to add her character into it, th- there should have been this shit where he manipulates that, and then at the end of the movie, she's back with like her her old boyfriend, or she's moved on to something yes, else. Yes, consequences to those actions. The thing. The, the accomplishment. For Stevie, at the end of this movie, is that he's able to somehow pay for Stavi's surgery, which they kind of gloss over. We, we they totally
0: abandon all of the money that they're supposed to win. Yeah, like it's just like we we get one of those title cards where it's like six months later, right? And he's he's befriended all of the Special Olympians yeah, they, now. They, they've, well, they, they were doing his friends. Theater. He explained everything. That's true, that's true. So they
1: knew what was going on. They were backing him up. They knew what was happening. I kind of was hoping at the end of this movie, even watching it a second time and knowing how it works out, I was kind of hoping that after he gives his speech of like, I'm a fraud, I'm sorry. And like while he's walking away, while that Thomas guy is on the mic, like maybe someone says something like, no, Stevie's a good guy. Right. He right. was doing this His to help somebody stand up and maybe him. even bring it back around. We're like they're trying to explain the situation to the audience and then we get like that 14 minutes later and they're like they've got a board and they're like so it's Stevie <laughs> not Stubby, you know, and and that like that would have been kind of a funny callback. Sure. But I felt like that should have been the redemption. There shouldn't have been this, you know, somebody fixes the special Olympics like, that's, that's... This is huge. That's huge. Yeah. And you're going to be vilified well, by everybody. Aren't there... There's probably criminal charges that could be brought up. Oh, sure. I'm sure there are. Yeah. I don't think you Fraud. get to be... I, I don't think you get to become, like, a theater director. <laughs> right, yeah. Six and months later. How well, the fuck did that
0: happen? Bygones, you know? Yeah. Well, because they he has that, that soliloquy halfway through, where I always wanted to get into acting when I was a right. kid. And so, I guess, now, directing special needs. <laughs> guys. It's just...
1: It's so weird that... For this person to do what he did and then like admit it that he then has a theater where and if you watch like there's a in the middle of the credit sequence Mm -hmm. where like they're performing Romeo and Juliet and then everybody comes on and like the kids of Whitney High show up and they start singing respect Mm -hmm. and like everybody gets up on stage and it's everything's cool again. I don't think it's that easy. I don't think every. I don't think it gets to be wrapped up quite so neatly with something like this.
0: Yeah, but this is the type of film this is. This isn't. It's not really trying to delve too deeply into. You know, this isn't a drama. This isn't Rain Man. This isn't I Am Sam. Uh, it's it's a, it's a it's a fun romp, and they're trying to have a little bit of fun with the premise and uh, get some slapstick comedy in there and 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 make it for. Uh, make it a little for more.
1: Who? Make it for who? Uh, who is the audience of this movie? Because. There's so many pratfalls and so many weird things going on like at first you think like maybe this is a movie for tweens but then the language is so coarse in this movie. Is it? Yeah. No, there's one f-bomb and a couple There's of... a couple f-bombs, there's an asshole. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> like and then <laughs> That's a good one. you know, Joel, there's the whole dude is acting disabled to yeah. fix the special olympics. No, it's 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 a dark comedy. It's very to be dark. Sure. And then there's a priest who beats up a guy. You know, I do like that. That's that's actually a pretty good sequence. (laughs) He goes in there to
0: confess (laughs) because he's having a he's he's got a guilty conscience, and he walks into the church and sits in the confessional booth and the. Says, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm a bad person, and the priest is like, no, there there are no such thing as bad people, right? Yes. Only only bad deeds. <laughs> and
1: he's like, I'll see you rotten hell. <laughs> yeah,
0: cut, cut to him. Yeah, the priest is like, hold cocking him, the kid <laughs> literally throws him out of the church, and then later on, we see him uh, placing bets, yeah. against uh, or, oh, or four.
1: Um, that is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I think that this movie would have succeeded a lot more if it had the courage to be like, to be dark. Just to go that way. Yeah. Be a dark, dark comedy. You know, be something along the lines of, uh, I don't know, like a comedy version of Drive. <laughs> that's, that's the best thing I can think of right now is like something that's like this down on his luck dude. And it's dark, but, but see, it's a little bit like y- you can't do this in this weird light something about Mary kind of way. Well, but okay. So, well, so here's, here's, here's my theory. Like, a, like bad Santa this should have right this should have been a little bit more like a bad Santa except kind of
0: thing. but but it's it's such in bad taste like if, if you're really just gonna go for uh, that audience it's kind of in bad taste because now you are just kind of like making fun of them.
1: So are you saying that this was marketed for like the special Olympics, like for, for, for disabled, like we are marketing this towards like mentally disabled, handicap audience. I do
0: feel it that way now. Yes. Having, having read some reviews because I was trying to get the point of view, like who is the audience for this? It's, it's a little, it's a little made by us for us, right? Or for us by us. FUBU. Um, where, and, and when you think about it, uh, what other films? If you're, if you're, if you're, what, what, what does he have? He's a, he's a high functioning, mentally disabled, right? Yeah. Is that yeah, what they High use? functioning, yeah. highly functioning, disabled. mentally disabled. If you're, if you're a person of, of, of that. Uh, I don't even know what to call it, Joe. I'm very uncomfortable we cho- <laughs> I know. trying to choose my I'm just words. watching you, like, in Because I don't know what, sure. uh, I mean, we you know we can't say the R word. We just did a, a monologue on that. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and that's certainly insensitive. Um, yeah. I just don't know the terminology. And there's so many different variants of it. And I know autism is in there, too. There's a spectrum. Yeah. Um, but. Um, the- Which was the latest Bond movie, by the way. <laughs> oh, so- <laughs> spectrum. Spectrum. <laughs> But uh, th- this film has found that audience, um, surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, with um, with it, with that audience. In your like, research, there is a there is now a film for them, starring them uh-huh. for the most part. Okay, that uh, that that humanizes them, that uh, kind of introduces it, it's a it's a way to introduce this population to. The layman, uh-huh. without making them seem, uh, making them seem like 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 people, man. yeah. And that's and and you said the, it earlier. Like the last ne- scene is them dancing to the word to the song "Respect," and they yeah. change the lyrics. You talk about it. all they want is respect, and that to, to me, as I was watching the credits roll, I'm like this is the theme of this movie.
1: They just want respect. That's okay. what the,
0: that's the whole reason this film was
1: made. And then what that tells me is that the entire story, this entire thing, should have been retooled from the bottom up before they started shooting this film. Yeah? You don't it, think it, it should have been a comedy? I, well, I think it should have been a comedy, but I think they should have put a little more thought into the story that they were trying to put together. I think they should have put a little more thought in what the conflicts were going to be, and then address those conflicts. Don't try to put too much stuff in there. Don't stuff too many. The, don't don't have too... Like, the, the there's the boyfriend, and then there's Davi with his fingers, and then there's the lone shark. It, there shouldn't have been the uncle character... I get that we have the uncle right, character. I, I agree. So that way we could say all the bad things. Yes, and have the villain. Johnny Knoxville is still, um, but um, he doesn't even get a comeuppance in the end. Like there's no, there's no consequences for the Uncle Gary character. But he has a oh the, no, you're right. Well, does he? He does he get his money? He gets. Yes, his he does. Money, yes. that's right
0: because he just bit against Jimmy, not yeah, for not Johnny f- Knoxville. Not for Johnny Knoxville. That's
1: a good point, Jeffy. Yeah, so he still gets his money. Hmm. That's. I mean, that's that's a horrible. That's a horrible thing. <laughs> it was all his ideas? That's a good point. I mean, I think that there's there's room for a story about a guy who tries to. F- tries to fix the Special Olympics to win money. Right. I think there's room for a story like this. I just don't think that this one pulled it off. Was a, it wasn't supposed to work out this way. Because
0: they're trying to find, like, what kind of scenario would would he be in where he's he's not just doing it for money. He's doing it to help somebody else. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, we have to introduce this character. And see, he's really a good guy. He has good intentions, even though he's doing morally uh, unethical and that's things. And,
1: and the thing is, that's fine. We've seen that. We've seen that done a million times. You know, Maybe we start him off, and I think that's kind of part of the problem is that the uh, Johnny Knoxville character, Stevie, doesn't really go through an arc. He is the same person that he was at the beginning of the movie. No, I don't think so. I do. Because, like you said,
0: in, in He's his... the
1: guy that he hires on Stavi to work for him, mm-hmm. so that way he, you know, he feels so bad. He's guilted. He feels really bad. We've shown how good of a guy this is. And then, like... He decides he's going to get it. But the meanwhile, the entire time Uncle Gary's trying to convince him to do this, mm-hmm. he's like, you're evil. You're dumb. This is stupid. We shouldn't do this. Yeah. Like, the whole time he's this good guy... It's just that he's making dumb decisions. He doesn't change character-wise at all.
0: I think. I think what changes is uh, his viewpoint towards that population. Okay. Where he kind of. And we. But see he it.
1: had. He had no opinion really until this came up. Though this wasn't like a driving force for this character. It wasn't a thing until Uncle Gary brought it up. It wasn't a thing. <laughs> That's a good point. So that wasn't really part of his DNA on the page. Uh, but I get what you're saying. You know, he's standing in front of the mirror and he's like, I can count the potato. Right. Like, the, okay, so that's his view of what these people are. And by the end. And by the end, he, he respects them. He's saying they're my friends. Yeah. These are, he's you know, working these are great them. guys. They they should be in the regular Olympics. And he does the right thing. He turns away the uh, the medal. He gives he does. it back. He does. do the right thing. But in the course of this movie, the way that this movie should have played out, it should have just been him. This guy, this down-on-his-luck guy, you know, and he's, right. he's trying to help out a friend. And maybe he's sitting he's sitting at a bar or, or whatever. We, we can even play off the fact that <laughs> fucking they don't show Special Olympics on TV and bars and stuff. Like, nobody's That's like, hey, thing. dude, turn I on the that. Special Olympics. <laughs> yeah, you
0: know, what are the chances that, like, a loan shark? And a bunch of bookies are, are in a crowded bar <laughs> watching, watching the Special the, Olympics. The entire
1: bar. Like, everyone's crowded <laughs> around the TV watching it. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's not really happening. But in the in this case, I'll I'll give you that. I'll give you that this is happening there right now. Um, but, like, he's sitting in a bar and he sees that and he's like, hey, wait a minute. I could do this thing. I could do this. And you know what? There's a, And we could see, like, maybe he's a little bit more coarse. Maybe mm. he's a little bit more harsh. But then working through this and kind of getting to know these people. Yeah. That's what changes inside of him. I like that. Uh, Kind of like the Billy Bob Thornton Santa character... In the course of Bad Santa, <gasps> did you see the trailer for Bad Santa? I haven't too? yet. I've seen that it's posted, but I haven't. Seen it. I haven't I, seen the trailer. I
0: forgot that they were doing that—that that they were making a sequel. We talked about it when we did the Bad Santa episode. Check it out from last year. Or yeah, yeah. This past, this past Christmas. Yeah, yeah. We did
1: go back to December 2015 to listen to that episode. Yeah,
0: uh, but they have a sequel coming out. It looks, uh, lo- it looks. I was more I'm, of the same.
1: I'm very curious how they're going to pull this off. Me the character, too. Like we said in the podcast, because you mentioned that they were making another one. What what journey do we go on? Because he's done. He got shot, right? Yeah. <laughs> and at the end, we see him with uh, Lorelai
0: Gilmore and yeah. the and the fat kid. So, like, what? Where do we go from here? <laughs> well, you'll have to see the trailer to he's find just out, like,
1: Joe. I've gotten bad again.
0: Watch the rich re- <laughs> batter, batter bad, Santa.
1: But well, they they called that the unedited version was oh, batter Santa. That's right. Yeah, can't go with baddest. The the because most that, bad. That doesn't leave you uh, open for a third sequel, does it? Not a very good Santa.
0: A <laughs> <laughs> Naughty Santa. No, no. Ooh no! Uh, I guarantee that one's already been made. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> Cinemax at two a.m. Um,
1: okay, so I could go on and on about how this yeah, movie yeah. should have been done, uh, but I just I, I, I can't help but feel like the bones were here, but it should have been it should have gone well, through a few more cycles in the writing. Room.
0: It's tough because like, what do you want to do? You want to make this film, or do you want to make the other sister with Giovanni Verbiest oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and Juliette yeah. Lewis? Where you've got two, what do we call them? Normies, <laughs> able-bodied. I don't know. Pretend. But see, because I find that more offensive. Kind of in the, the the I am Sam category. Yeah. Where and and Ben Stiller talks about it in in, uh, in Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Yeah. It's like, well, you, you never you never go full retard. And I'm using that. I'm quoting that line. Yeah. Uh, because he's talking about the Ben Stiller character and uh, uh-huh. what, what was the name? Simple Jack.
1: Simple Jack. And, uh, and he got a lot of flack for that too, you if you my, remember. What is he say? You make my eyes. You ma- 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 make my eyes rain. That's what it is. Yeah,
0: yeah. and uh, satirical, but totally pointing at those types of films where you know they're they're going for the Oscar uh-huh. and uh, they're they're going to play a, a mentally handicapped. And that that always felt a little insensitive to me. And, yeah, and, and that's the straight
1: way to do it. So I think, and, and it's, I get it's ironic. what they were doing in that movie. You know, they're just making a statement on. What, what happens in Hollywood. Being yeah. Yeah. I almost feel like this is a better way to approach it. Make it a comedy
0: because you can say you can say the R word, you can make it taboo.
1: I'm not saying that it shouldn't be a comedy. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that the tone needs to be shifted no, a little bit. You're, you're right. It's a little uncomfortable. <laughs> I'd, I'd say the
0: most uncomfortable thing for me, Joe, um, I saw like Jeff Goldblum there for a seeing, second,
1: seeing a bunch of a bunch of dudes just wearing towels dancing in the uh, shower. Uh. When that part happened, I thought of you, and I was like, "Thank you." Joel hates when people yes, just dance for, for no, no reason. reason. There's a musical montage <laughs> going on,
0: and and they're it's not even like they're dancing in a group. They're it's like choreographed. They're all facing the same direction. The yep. fourth wall is line dancing. Uh-huh. And then what happens at the end, Joe? What he happens? Falls. Johnny Knoxville falls. He falls on his head. Who could have seen that coming? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was uh,
1: deplorable. <laughs> it's the moment that I was like. And it's in the middle of a training montage. I know, and like, right? How is this it's getting random. him ready? This is How is this preparing him? Uh, cutting room floor. Yeah. There's another scene the, there again, that was lifted. Again, it felt like. these people had no idea how they were going to tell this story. I'm talking about the filmmakers. Wow. They had no... Insensitive. The filmmaker. I'm talking about people like you. You know, Joe, it's people like you. (laughs) What,
0: Italians? (laughs) (laughs) You mean Italian-Americans? Have you ever heard of Fellini? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is that with cream sauce or red sauce?
1: Well, sometimes you get the red sauce, but Mm. sometimes, you know, you want to go with the Alfredo. Uh, Get a little... uh, (laughs) A little pesto in there. Alfredo's the cook, actually. That's right. Yep, (laughs) Alfredo. He's also one that turned on Michael. He went against the family. Um, Great. Today I settle all
0: family business.
1: (laughs) Uh, He said it just like that. What makes me... (laughs) If Jeff Goldblum was in The Godfather, today I settle all family business. The Jeff
0: Goldblum line I was saying was, if I may... I'll tell you what the problem is. (laughs) The problem is uh, when... So this movie goes out of its way to cast actual um, mentally
1: challenged Yeah, there were a handful, uh, but then you had some just regular actors. Yeah, working
0: alongside them. uh, Yeah. Pretending, especially... One of them, uh, the guy from uh, Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest (laughs) and uh, Deadpool. Yeah, shows up in Deadpool as well. Um, (laughs) I really wish he had done this voice in Deadpool. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like him uh, and this. Your name's guy. Wade Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> He's doing a little bit of the Galaxy Quest. He really this is. Well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's just an
1: impersonation. That is not what I is. It is of a of a Floridian. Is what are they called? Ooh, what were they called? Damn it, I can't remember. The Floridians. Fl- yes, That's right. They're from Florida. It's the new SNL bit. <laughs> the Floridians. <laughs> Steer. <laughs> what are you doing here?
0: Um, so yeah, when they're when they're pairing them up, and it's like, okay, either go all out and and, and well, find like go against what what Robert Downey Jr. says, yeah, just go center. go 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 full, um, or I'm just uncomfortable with having actual special needs and then actors who are acting like them. Oh, I don't think
1: this movie gets made if you don't have special needs folks in it. If you don't have handicapped No, absolutely in the... not. But, but I, this movie doesn't get made. But
0: I don't feel like that was that they had to acquiesce to some uh demand from the Special Olympics. I feel like they always wanted to have like because oh, yeah. again, I think the, I think the,
1: this film does have heart. It I think it has good intentions. It comes from a good place. Like I, just like just like Stevie, I almost called him Jeffy. <laughs> just like Stevie in this film, this movie comes from a place with good intentions. Right. It's just that it kind of misfires every step of the way. Well,
0: and as a special needs actor, I would feel maybe a little belittled by having some of these normies next to me yeah. pretending to be like were they were they coaching them, do you think? I don't know. Like I, I, I would but feel like can, I wouldn't want to get their blessing and be like, can I talk like this? You
1: can absolutely tell though, like who the actors are, the professional actors yes, are. You can I know. absolutely tell I know. because they're overdoing it
0: right, uh-huh. I know, yeah, and they don't really have the look, no, so th- that made me a little uncomfortable, but again, am I uncomfortable because of my own shit? should I be uncomfortable or is it just because maybe i'm I'm not exposed to this population, and that's why I think ultimately this film it does have a nice heart i I, I think the goal was to um Expose people who who don't know anybody like this in their lives uh-huh. that to, to to this population and that they're they're I, people too. I
1: think part of the problem what you run into and you had talented, um, you had talented, uh, mentally handicapped actors that were in this movie. Mm-hmm. You had some talent in there. Yeah. However, having worked with, having worked with a baseball team, um, focus is a problem. Ah. When you know focus, staying focused on one task. Um, for, not for everybody, Mm -hmm. but in my experience with that team, a lot of the teammates, a lot of the players had problems with focus. And so the way I'm looking at it is, you make this film and you probably have a group of guys who had a hard time focusing. Mm. So you couldn't have them deliver a lot of the heavy dialogue. And so that's why a couple of the parts that were really expository Mm -hmm. where it was Johnny Knoxville and it was like the actors. Right. And he's like kind of sharing stuff back and forth. Right. That's because these actors, you know, they're able to focus. That makes sense. And so they were able to rely on them for that. They probably tried working it with these guys and were like, all right, let's do this. And there was probably a lot of let's let's give them as much as we can, but we really still need to kind of get the story out in this movie. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that it worked. (laughs) Uh, I'm just saying that that's probably what they did. (laughs) Just in my experience, just based on my experience... Um, they they tried to use the weaknesses and turn it around into a strength.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Hey, remember that scene where um, Johnny Knoxville and uh, Catherine Heigl they go shopping? She's decided to bring him to Costco. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's a guy in the parking lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who recognizes Johnny
1: Knoxville from high school, right? And He's just like like discount Luke Wilson. He is, isn't yeah, he? He's yeah. Like,
0: hey man, hey, it's you. Hey, what's up, Stevie? <laughs> yes. and like he and, starts uh, hitting himself. Begins, no, no. And like the dude's like, ah, this is classic. Classic, <laughs> classic Stevie. He's like, call me up, dude. At no point does he ever. <laughs> he never give called, up Never, never. No, nope, nope. So if that happened in a uh, Costco parking lot, Joe, uh, and this whole this whole ruse that they're trying to 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 pull over. The wool, pull the wool over. I'm mixing metaphors. That's cool. Um, it's going to be televised. The Special Olympics are televised. Yeah. Like if he gets recognized by one one old high school buddy <laughs> in it's a Costco be... parking lot, <clears throat> there's going to be hundreds of people who know this guy who are going to come out and, and the jig is going to be up. <laughs> Will they? What's the what's the long... How, how often have you watched the Special
1: Olympics on TV? Well, that's a good... Well, <laughs> I don't go to the bar where my <laughs> that, what, The one bar. Where they all do. Yeah. And but, like the fact that... Good point. It's it's happening like in his town. Like they don't go anywhere. Like they, that's right. This this take place in I, L.A. I don't. Well, well, here's the deal. And maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there is like a, a like the it, is it? I mean, I don't know if it's like the Paralympics that take place right after the Olympics. But that's like you know people are missing legs or limbs or something that, that, where they can still compete. No. Yeah. Um, I know that there are regional Special Olympics. Yeah. Like, there's the Dallas Special this seems Olympics. seems like the big thing, There's though. the New York Special Olympics. There's, you know... there, But I guess this is like those champions come together and go to uh, the the big deal where they were at. And he just had to qualify in his hometown, and he got to go. Yeah. But the way that they're playing this off, it seems like it's a regional. Because he goes... And he he basically tries out for one day. And one day they try out. And then he makes it in the top eight. Only the top eight qualify to move on. So now... What the Special Olympics is just eight guys? <laughs>
0: yeah, I guess so. Just eight people. Well, again, we got to keep. Or the... was that
1: just the track and field event? We got to keep the film small. Oh, well, that's the other thing too, like because there's women swimming and stuff, and
0: yeah, uh, uh, the scope. They're not really trying to. Well, can you imagine if they tried to make a film showing all of the Olympic sports Joe, have you been watching any of the Olympics? By the way, oh yeah, oh my God, I have uh, it. I, I have be, it on I've a become monitor such an Olympic all like day. sports
1: fiend when the Olympics come around. I was watching uh, the synchronized swimming today. <laughs> You find yourself watching some weird shit. Like we talked last week about playing, you know, table just tennis. watching table tennis. Yep. And I was like, oh my god, I'm there's just trampoline. You know, there's trampoline. I did not in the know there's trampoline.
0: It's fantastic. I don't know why this shit doesn't get shown in prime time. It's all swimming and
1: gymnastics. You got to get the NBC app, the NBC Sports app. I do because then I've you can like you can watch all that shit.
0: Gotta catch them all. Oh my god, everyone so else good. is playing Pokemon. <laughs> I'm playing Olympic. Olymp- <laughs> sounds like a transformer. Olympicon. Transform. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um. What else? Use your Zika cannon. <laughs> um. I don't know. I don't. We've we've gone through all my notes. I think so. Yeah. But ultimately, I I
0: I like I said, first half of the movie, I thought it was an ill-conceived idea. Why would anybody make this film? And then also, I realized uh, I was doing some research, and one of the Farrelly brothers had been involved, much like yourself, Joe, uh, in some organization.
1: Well, that's they they always have in every one of their that's movies. Right. Something about Mary. Yeah. There's always a character. That's you know ha- handicapped mm-hmm. and they and usually they treat them with a, a c- certain amount of respect, yeah, I maybe th- not as much as I thought I remembered there are some jokes
0: uh and th- 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 that's the thing they're often the butt of the joke, but not in a mean spirited way no. generally, just kind of in a oh, you know, you know Tad or what was his name <laughs> Glenn, you know Glenn, yeah, um and gl- even though Glenn was just one of the regular actors, yeah, but then by the but the, the second half of the movie.
1: They're... I work at Burger King <laughs> <laughs> See you're still
0: laughing I am laughing I know it's so bad Yeah oh and what's the other thing Everybody always They're hugging each other Like is that something Yeah 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 yeah, yeah. They do They're yeah. big huggers uh-huh. huh Yeah Interesting
1: They they they, they encourage uh, At least in the, the games That I've taken place in yeah. There's a lot of hugging Are they uh, also it's... all attracted To older women Because I... <laughs> that seems to be A trend no, that's, that's just A part of the that's condition just, That's, just that's just A couple a blow, of those huh? women Have those conditions uh, so they look older. No,
0: no. I'm talking about the, the Glenn is like oh, in oh, love the, with lunch the lunch lady. lady. The yeah. lunch lady. You're talking about Billy. Yeah. Billy's, Billy's in, in
1: love, love with lunch the lunch lady. lady. Oh, my lanta. <laughs> I like Billy. <laughs> Billy's great. You know, and apparently
0: uh, he and Johnny Knoxville went on to be uh, close friends. Really? Afterwards. Oh, that's great. According no, to no, that's, that's
1: fun. I, I liked a lot of his stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I liked the, uh, the, there's the one kid that was in, I can't remember what else he was in. Uh, the skinny guy with the curly hair. No, no, the skinny guy with the curly hair is one of the regular actors. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you're no. talking about one of the. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I, I don't think it was the seventh, the seventh seal, hmm. the Demi Moore movie. Was it Seven Samurai? Uh, no, it was. It definitely wasn't Kurosawa. <laughs> was, was it Seven? Kurosawa, I gotta make rhymes. I gotta make rhymes. <laughs> I, I don't know what he
0: says. Uh, like, Kurosawa, like Kurosawa, I make bad films. Okay, I don't make films. But if I did, didn't have, have a have samurai. samurai, could I get a set of better clubs in my like neck. I don't want at the finest of the, of the favors. Seat. I kind of happened if I'm,
1: Oh my I'm god! All right. Wow, we just Pretty butchered well the fuck out of bare naked ladies. It's been one week since. It man, it feels like it's been one week since we started this recording. <laughs> yeah, we are uh, at an hour. Wow. Well. Okay. So, <laughs> anything else about this movie? Uh, let's see. Respect during the credits. I like that. The kids of Whitney High. I'm glad that they included them. Are you familiar with them? Yeah. I had not so, working with that that team. There you go. Kids of Whitney High. Man, they're 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 kind of a big deal. Uh, for, Is it like if up I with understand people? if I understand correctly? It's like it was a, an outreach group mm. and they, they dealt a lot with like music yeah. and musical instruments and they made an album with their kids that you know they, they, hence the name hen, hence the name the kids of Whitney High <sighs> and they're kind of like menudo, where they like start like bringing in like other kids mm. as other kids like Delicious. graduate you're just they making bring me hungry all throughout this episode and they got that song I see pretty girls everywhere I go they actually made a music video for this <laughs> and it's on YouTube It's it's cute uh, but yeah, they're 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 like the new kids on the block of this community, and it's it's fun. It was fun that they used them, uh, that they got the blessing to use that stuff. But again, you know, this is a movie that had great intentions, and I seem to have remembered liking it a lot more yep. back in the day. I thought that it was a lot more thoughtful than it came across this time. Uh, I can't recommend it. I no. I did not like watching this movie. I felt <laughs> dirty watching this movie. It and, is a little bit I right. And I felt guilty that I liked it the first time I'd seen it. Well, I've wa- I watched it a few times back when it came out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is good. This is a good flick. And and I, I feel embarrassed that I told you and I told Sarah. <laughs> I'm like, no, and I told our podcast listeners like, no, it's very thoughtful. It's, <laughs> it kind
0: of is though. I don't think you need to be embarrassed. I don't think you need to uh, um, um, throw myself on my sword. Yes, there you go. Thank you. Um, but it, it, it just takes a while to ramp up. But I, I think what it's trying to do is it's trying to get the audience on its side, hey, mm. you know, those guys are funny looking. They talk funny. We sh- we we usually make fun of them, right? And then by the end of it, you're supposed to kind of uh, you know in- endure yourself
1: to uh-huh. to some of the characters, and you do, and the actors, and they're not. I think if you do, you do, despite what they do in the movie, you know. Like right. I, I just feel like it's not as effective film wise. It's not as effective. Yeah,
0: it, it, it. Although I don't know how you make a film like this without. Uh, again, you don't want to go the other sister route and be super dramatic with
1: it and that somehow seems more disrespectful than then, this film. Then ultimately here's the question uh-huh. and this is a question you ask with any kind of art. Did it need to be made? I, is this and, something and, that needed to be said?
0: And I, I was having the same thought until I started reading reviews and
1: the reviews were coming in from oh. people who had brothers, who had sisters. I was going to ask you themselves. so what is, the, what is the, the review on that? Like what is the score with that audience? They love it. They love this They movie. love it
0: because it's a film, again, it's it's by them, for them uh even though they're kind of there's some some pot shots they're poking fun a little bit but it's it's more of an acknowledgement and a uh-huh. recognition that uh, they do things like you said they they'll they'll hug strangers yeah, right yeah. you know and they'll they'll uh, have some funny things or there's that scene where Johnny Knoxville like you said is trying to explain to them how he got to this situation uh-huh. and then they cut to the black and the title card 14 minutes later and they they still don't get it
1: yeah But do you know what's going on?
0: (laughs) By their own admission, they would say that, you know, sometimes they're... What I was reading was... When the um,
1: fuck did we get ice cream? (laughs) cream.
0: (laughs) I had to rewind that shot. And if you notice, Johnny Knoxville fucking cracks up like he loses it. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's almost an outtake because he he loses it so much. Um, Actually, you know what? We haven't talked much about Johnny Knoxville. What do you think of him in this film? I
1: thought that he was really weak... Uh, in the beginning of it, me too, uh, me too. I, I was the, the I first was, scenes where it's just like him and Brian Cox. You're like, whoa, he is not up for this task. Yeah, uh, I think that they definitely, he definitely warms up to it, and they must have filmed a lot of this kind of chronologically. I think so too, because he gets stronger as the film goes on. Totally agree. I don't, I still don't like sign off on his character, but I think he no. gets stronger. Uh, he, I don't think he's that bad. Like I really liked him in the Dukes of Hazard movie. I never saw that one. Oh my god. I like that. You know what? I might end up regretting saying this. <laughs> Next week on like the editing, man. But I like the Dukes of Hazard flick. I think that's a really funny movie. It's right. done by the Broken Lizard guys. Oh, it is, isn't uh, it? Yeah. So it's it's super... It's it's irreverent. Uh, it's, it it takes pot shots at itself. Self-referential. Uh-huh. And, uh, it's hard to say when you've been drinking. I dig it. Uh, I dig it. Um, well, no, add I, that to the list. I... Uh, I think that, again, one of the one of the things about this movie, one of the things that was tough for me to, to sit through was the way that they tried to just vamp for time. And it's the, the training montage. It's the we're yeah. shooting each other with squirt guns montage. Yeah, well, we're having fun. Yep. And I, I feel like that was... A little pandering, maybe? A little, a little pandering. A little like, you know, like, look, he's having a great time. You could have fun with these folks just like he is. <laughs> and And the thing is... That's not entirely a bad message, right? For for people that have not taken the time or like volunteered, you know, I will be the first person to say like, if you have the time, you've got the opportunity. Volunteer, you'll have a blast. Yeah. Like the, when when we worked the baseball team, like that was so fun. We had a great time doing it. Uh, you know, you get to see these these folks that competing, and you're like, uh, there's a line that Johnny Knoxville says in this movie. He's like, these guys should be playing in the. Ra- And that's true. Like when when we're playing base, I'm like, these guys are fucking good because they're you know when you get them focused on it, they're good, Um, and and you have a fucking great time because it's ultimately about just getting to have fun and play the game. You start forgetting about all the competitive bullshit that comes with playing this stuff. Like when you play baseball against your friends or you play video games against your friends, and the competitive bullshit it goes out the window. It's just about the fun of getting together and playing. Uh, and so that's, man, that's, that's cool. Uh, I, I cannot, I cannot stress enough that it's, if you ever get the chance, uh, to stick it out or dance, I hope you dance. (laughs) 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 Uh, Thanks, Shania. (laughs) I don't even know what that was, I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. Did you have any other notes on this? Uh, I do not. Okay. Uh, what did the ringer do right? I think it has hearts and I think it
0: was mostly respectful. Um, and I, I, I think the goal, uh, again, the goal of this film, I think, was... Uh, um, noble. Uh, noble, thank yeah. you. Noble goal. Noble Willingham.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm <laughs> as happy as a puppy with two Peters. Uh, all right. <laughs> That's from City Slickers, guys. That's right. Um, I think what this movie did right is making our our mentally handicapped characters the heroes. Yes. Making them the Scooby gang. Making them the ones right? that they figure everything out yep. within the first, like... Third of the movie. Yeah, they, they have it figured a faker. out. They know he's a faker. Uh, there's that whole you talk different bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, they figure him out. And I like also that they are the heroes because he's he's completely blade bare. He's like, this is this is what it was. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to get out of here. And they're like, wait, where are you going? No. No. We still want, you You know, you're okay. We, you, You're still going to be, besides, we want someone to beat Jimmy. Yeah, ultimately he they wins. just want to win. He wins every year. We and hate again, that guy. Again, you know, you've painted up now Jimmy's a villain. Mm-hmm. The, the boyfriend's a villain. Right. Brian Cox is a villain. The, the bookie, there the loan shark. Is there the doesn't need to be villains in this movie. There's just man versus self. Eh, that's fine. It's you pretty black that. and white. But uh, I would argue most Fairly Brother movies do that, yeah. not just this one. No, that's true. Uh, but I do. I think what it did right was making these characters the heroes. What did The Ringer do wrong? Oh, man, that first half and, the, and the, the, the the
0: way they set it up, there there's so many caveats to his character. And it's like, okay, well, so he has to be good, but he can't be that good because he's doing a deplorable thing. But he has to be doing the bad thing for a good reason. But he has to be, still have the conscience, so there has to be another bad person to kind of egg him on in the the form of Brian Cox. Right. And and like that first 15 minutes is just so messy and it's all set up. And by the time the doctor says it's going to cost $28,000 and we can keep the fingers on ice for two weeks, that's when they're like, oh, the last fifteen so, minutes. So there's the mission statement of the this whole movie. reason we've been watching this, and it, it is a tough watch,
1: man. The first half of this movie. Uh-huh. But, uh
0: huh. But give it a give it a go. Stick with yeah. it, maybe. Uh,
1: okay. So what I think that this movie did wrong. A lot of what you said, I'm going to echo a lot of that. Um, not just for the first act, though. I think that this continues on throughout the entire movie. I think that it's sloppy. I think that it's thoughtless. Um, Wow. Yeah. Well, thoughtless in its in its execution of a lot of these things. Like I like you said, I feel like it comes from a good place. It's got good heart. It's got good bones. It just needs to be fleshed out more. It's, this thing should have been run through the writing room a few more times. Uh, they should have gotten like Joss Whedon to look at this thing. Right. <laughs> you know, someone who's able to punch up the script a little bit, mm-hmm. make characters a little more likable. Um, you know, because I feel like that's one of the things that they fail at is making Johnny Knoxville likable enough.
0: You know, though. I think in order to get this made, finally greenlit, I know there was a lot of fingers in the pies as far as the script goes, so I think, uh, I, think I think this is what we're left with after everybody had their say yeah. to sign off. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, you look at the list of producers and stuff that are attached to this movie. There's so many names, oh, yeah. so many production companies that are attached to this film. Uh, so, no, I, I, I get you. All right, so if we were going to remake The Ringer yeah. today, mm. if we were going to make this decision... Uh, how would we do that? Well, I have only recast non special needs people. Right? I have like 11 people recast in this movie. No, oh, Jesus. I've yeah. got 8. Okay. let we'll so, start at the bottom. We'll start at the bottom. Well,
0: I did the boyfriend, the fiance actually. Catherine Heigl's oh, fiance. Oh, I, I don't think I
1: cast him. him. No. Nope.
0: Uh well, I'll I'll it's okay because uh he's basically playing uh, Luke Wilson in this film. So <laughs> let's just get Luke Wilson there you go. to play that role. That's he's good. kind of a dick. He's hitting on the waitress. He's already uh, cheating on, on Catherine.
1: Yeah. That hot waitress in the movie theater. She was cute. She's fucking smoking, Joe's dude. Crab Shack waitress. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. I totally got you on that. All right. What was I saying? We have <laughs> many major, major beverages. I love that. Where he's like, she's like, so, uh, you know, they have coffee. They make coffee in Seattle. And I love that she's like, we have many, we have all the major beverages. And then she like gives her a look. She gives Catherine Heigl a look. Uh-huh. So uh, Some of these performers are really good. They have they had good deliveries. They were coached pretty well. Uh, all right. So you didn't do yeah, him. I didn't do him. Did you do Stavi? I did do Stavi. Poor Mexican guy who yeah. loses his fingers. The the guy who speaks in third person. That's right,
0: Stavi. Yeah. Uh, in my film, uh, Stavi will be played by Luis Guzmán, who you might know from uh, Boogie Nights. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And and Keanu. He was just yeah. most recently in Keanu.
1: He is in Keanu, yeah. isn't he? He played the the drug dealer.
0: Oh, did you finally did watch you? Keanu? I did. I liked it. What?
1: Oh yeah. I had fun with that movie. Oh man, I was. Sarah and I. Sarah and I were both
0: cracking up. I watching was it. sorely disappointed. Wow. No, I, I there was there was not as much laughter in the audience i saw it with wow. as i think they were intending. Okay.
1: Uh my stavi? Mm-hmm. Rob Schneider. <laughs> of course, yeah. Uh-huh,
0: yeah. Oh, i think i know where you're going. Yeah, with this. you probably do know. I've got I've got a theme. That's perfect. I've got a theme. All right, and then i did uh, Thomas who is um Slightly overweight and balding, yeah, athlete
1: with the the thick glasses.
0: That's right. Uh-huh. Speaking of glasses, how about Kyle Glass, one half of the tenacious D? Nice
1: as uh, as Thomas. Uh, I didn't go that way. I went against physical type, and okay. I cast David Spade. <laughs> okay, I like that.
0: Uh huh. Quite insensitive. Okay. Uh, did you do Jimmy? I did do Jimmy. Yeah, I did Jimmy as well. Um, and my Jimmy is uh going to be Chris Tucker, who can be mistaken for uh, special needs. In his own style of
1: acting I went in a different direction With another Chris Chris nope. Rock Oh interesting Jimmy. Yeah Wow
0: uh-huh. I like it uh, I also uh, Let's do Glenn Am I missing let's a lot absolutely, of people Let's absolutely do Glenn So Glenn is the uh, He's the actor from uh, Galaxy, Galaxy Quest, Quest And uh, Deadpool. My name's Glenn Yeah um, he's, hes uh, dare I say, maybe one of the highlights of this film I like that character <laughs> Even though he seems the most insensitive Yeah uh, Yep uh, in, in his uh, interpretation Why was
1: I staying behind you so damn long? Also, uh,
0: the way his speech pattern and his squinty eyes Remind me of uh, French Stewart yeah. From Third Rock from the Sun So get that guy out of retirement There you go, you're gonna do French Stewart? <laughs> French Stewart right. my Glenn. Glenn is Nick Swartzen <laughs> Yes, nice, I like it uh, and then I just have the top three left.
1: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, did you? You didn't cast Rudy, uh, the guy who was like naming Sean songs. Astin. The guy who was <laughs> Sean Astin is as Rudy. <laughs> uh, the dude he was like naming songs. Oh, no, yeah. not in, not I I cast Billy Joel because he looks what? like He looks like Billy Joel. Oh, he did kind of. Didn't he? Yeah, oh my he God! Looks like Billy Joel. <gasps> he did, and he's even singing uh, yeah. a Billy Joel he song. He sings Piano Man he? at one yeah. point. <laughs> uh, so then you've got the Mark character. The heavyset uh, black man. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's going to be played by Kevin James. <laughs> what? <laughs> because when you think heavyset black man. <laughs> you think Kevin James? Mm, I think the king of queens. Uh, I cast Winston was the tall skinny kid with the curly hair. Oh, yeah. Dane Cook. Oh, nice. Okay, nice. So all oh, I've, wow. I, who I have left now, I've got <sighs> Billy, Lynn, Uncle Gary, and Stevie. Did you not do Billy? Uh, which one's Billy? The roommate. You scratched my CD. Oh, I didn't do Billy, no. It's gonna be Al Pacino. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's in the Special Olympics, huh? Yeah. yeah. What sport could he possibly
1: uh, be running? Long distance All right. running. All right. Cross country running. <laughs> what was that from? Um, go- "Son of a Woman." Greece. Oh. <laughs> it was from Greece. Okay. All right. So now that we've got the the final three, we the have final un- Uncle Gary, uh, Stevie, and Lynn. So, uh, where do you so for go? my Brian Cox,
0: Uncle. Uh, Uncle Gary, Gary, thank you. I went with Danny DeVito.
1: That's pretty good, man. Because why not? That's pretty good. Uh, because he's so incredibly insensitive yes. and easy to hate mm-hmm. and oh. disgusting and Donald Trump evil. Donald Trump? Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh, oh, I stepped on your joke. I know it's all good. It's oh, all good. That's perfect. Uh, but I also, <laughs> if I can't get Donald Trump. Uh, I went with Henry Winkler. The Special Olympics are going to be huge. They're going to be huge. The classiest. It's going to be the greatest special or the most special. <laughs> it's going to be the specialist Olympics. Uh, uh, all right. I like that. So uh, our Lynn character, the Catherine Heigl. Catherine Heigl. Um I went with uh, Rachel McAdams for this. Ooh, can't go wrong with that. Nope. Ain't nothing wrong with her. Yeah, yeah. I went with
0: um, Christian Bale. You went with with Christian Bale? No, I went with Christian (laughs) Bale. In the role of a lifetime, he lost another hundred pounds and grew his hair out to play the. My brother passed away. He was special (laughs)
1: like you. Um. Uh, Which, uh... Leaves,
0: uh, leave Stevie. It sure does. Yeah, and my, I went with Kristen Bell because my Stevie is played by Dax Shepard, real life good. husband
1: and wife team. That's pretty good. Love them too. Um, and I guess Dax Shepard with his work on uh, uh, Idiocracy, go away, Baton, would be would be perfect, perfect <laughs> for this maybe, uh, to be this idiot trying to play this role. Yeah. Uh, my Stevie's Adam Sandler. Of course. Yeah, this is a whole. This is a happy Madison production.
0: It feels like a like an Adam Sandler film. Yep.
1: Uh, Directed by not a compliment. Directed by Adam Rifkin. Oh, interesting. Who gave us Small Soldiers?
0: Ah, there you go. Well, my director uh, is going to be the aforementioned Ben Stiller, since uh, he was he was playing that role. Nice in satire, and let's see how he can do it in
1: real life. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right. If you've got any thoughts about how we've recast uh, the Ringer, if you've got any thoughts about the Ringer, if you think we were unfair to it, if you think we weren't. (laughs) <laughs> we didn't beat up on it enough. Uh, you can always talk back to us on Facebook. Uh, just in that search bar, put in the Editing Bay, find that picture of the woman with the bleeding eyes. That is us, and that's where you could talk back to us and tell us what your thoughts are about this film. We've also got a website, right, Joel? <coughs> we sure do. It is uh, thanks, EditingBay.com. Thanks, thanks Ogre.
0: <laughs> EditingBay.com is where you can go and find links to our Facebook and Twitter handle. Um, we also have uh, archive of uh, most of the shows there. At least it'll, it'll link you back. There's quite a, uh, a, a trail of links you have to follow, but uh, they're
1: there. It's true. If you try to get all of our podcasts on iTunes, we've only got the most recent 100. Yeah. For some reason, they won't let us have more it's than so that. so weird. so yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, but if you go to that link on the page, you can access all of our archives. That's right.
0: Editingbay.com. Also follow us at uh, the Editing Bay on Twitter. Again, we're well past that uh, 100 mark. And now, folks, we're going for 200. Oh my God. That's right. Two hundred. Let's think see what we can. What do get. That? I think we can by the end of twenty sixteen. Oh we got half God. the year left, uh, and as Caitlin, listener Caitlin, can attest, we're so I have some special prizes she got to choose from. Uh, she is getting the uh, autographed Carly Rae Jepsen uh, photo <laughs> that but, I gave you. Oh, is that where it came from? Yeah, oh, I, I found a line around the house. I thought it was of some value, and so I figured to uh, throw it into the, the prize pack there. So we had got our little prize
1: bin that she chose. Yeah, that's what she gets so that's to be wonderful for you moving. Audily, yeah, I, like, I can get rid of some of this crap. <laughs> it's Who, well, you. What, what else did she? Was she able to pick maybe that dinosaur I gave you? The, the, Jurassic, the Jurassic Park,
0: Park uh, the, yeah, with the with with the uh, the uh-huh. uh, the form. the gate. That's right. Uh, that's in the prize bin. No, that, that's for a future lucky winner oh of an God. Editing Bay contest. So crazy. follow us on Twitter. We're going to get to 200, folks. Awesome. Uh, all right. So what are we doing next week? Next week uh, because we Oh, you know what? Yeah. Let's probably
1: let them know that if they do ha- get us on their Apple device, uh, pull up that podcasting app and uh, and go to that search function, put in the Editing Bay. Mm-hmm. That's going to bring up our podcast. Go ahead and give us a rating and a review. Uh, five-star rating would be fantastic. Give us a review. Tell us what you like about, about the podcast. Uh, you can even share what maybe you'd like us to do different if you have any criticisms. That's cool. I could take constructive criticism as long as it's a five-star constructive criticism. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Um, and if you don't have an Apple device, you get us on your Android. That's cool. You could search us in the iTunes library by using the Podcast Addict and Podcast Republic apps. Joel, I'm sorry I cut you off. Please no, it's ahead.
0: okay. I'm going to cut myself off because I, I'd be remiss if we ended this week's episode without a little uh, Star Wars
1: Rogue One trailer talk. Did you? Uh, Surely, see- I have not yet. No, <gasps> what? No, I. just Joe? I haven't had the perfect opportunity. What are you
0: talking about? It's two I minutes had, long. I
1: haven't had the perfect opportunity. What's yet? the perfect opportunity? Is when you're not fucking talking to me. about How about we the do it right
0: now live on the air? Okay. No, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, all right. <laughs> but <laughs> that's but what exciting.
1: We, what we could do,
0: oh, I'll, I'll film you watching it and we'll do one of those reaction videos. Oh, that'd be great. Let's do that. We're going to do that and we're going to post it on the Facebook page. Try everybody. to make myself cry. So watch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there'll be a lot of but we'll see. Star over but uh, here. by the time you hear this, we'll have a video it's Alan Tudyk. of Joe watching the Rogue One trailer for the first time yeah. on the Facebook page. So oh, check that yeah. out. Uh, next week, Joe, we're, uh, we're already halfway through August. Uh huh. And you know what that means. That means it's. It's time for some cooking. Mm. What Labor Day, right? We got Labor Day <laughs> coming up. Some cooking out. Also, uh, back to school. Oh. Time for the, to send the kiddos to shuffle them off on that bus. So they can leave you alone for eight hours a day, and um, or if you're in, in college or high school, uh, there's a lot of good movies about uh, about going back to school. Yeah, and like Back to School. That, that is not one of them. Not the Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> or Billy Madison debacle to go back we to Adam Sandler. Do We're doing a lot of Adam Sandler. I'm, I, I, we did Click recently. I'm I'm good for we Adam did Click, Sandler click for a two while. years ago. That was a year ago. But the, <laughs> for me, for for me, the pain is still too near. Oh my God. Um, but uh, we've also been watching a lot of '80s movies. Uh, and we've today watched a movie from uh, 2005. Let's meet somewhere in the middle. Let's go to 90s. And I'm talking about
1: the... <laughs> the... <laughs> no,
0: no. That is not from the 1990s. But you know what is from the 1990s? 1999's She's All That. Oh, story. Freddie Prinze Jr. And Rachel Lee Cook. In a comedy about a high school jock who makes a bet that he can turn an unattractive girl into the school's prom queen. Oh, wow. So timely. I haven't seen that. Uh, I have never seen it either. Wow. So this will be fun for us cuz oh apparently it's a classic people like it. Yeah? Yeah.
1: What's what's the score?
0: Uh well, this I'm on IMDb if you go by IMDb score it's only like 5.8 out of out know. of 10? Uh, I think it's out of 10. I hope so. Let's find out what uh <laughs> So maybe
1: yeah, find a Rotten, rotten Tom- Tomatoes, tomatoes.
0: To cuz they're the the end of, Tomatoes? Oh, oh, uh did you see Suicide Squad? No. Are I, you going I have to? not seen I I think I'm going
1: to. You're morbidly curious. I'm morbidly curious. Mm. I don't. I, but the funny thing is, you've turned around on it. We've talked on this podcast. And I like, didn't turn around. I think it's going to be good. I, I think it's going to be good. I you said, have said the words. I, I think it's going to be good.
0: That the trailers look good, and that I was going to reserve judgment for uh, the reviews. Well, the
1: reviews are out. Uh, and not good. And it's a dumpster fire. Not good. I have to see it. Yeah. I have to see it. <laughs> well, you. I feel just, this is like when I went to see Batman versus Superman, where I was yeah. like, guys, like this movie is horrible." It had been it's going to be horrible. And then when people were like, complete, like it was split. There was so much going, like polarizing. Film. Yeah. But I was like, I kind of feel like I'm those not going to like this very those people much. People are on the wrong side of history. I, oh, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some things about that movie to like, but. Not enough for me to. I like now
0: it. have the three-hour director's cut, which <laughs> uh, people tell me improves the film, but Look, if it makes it three hours, that's
1: it's gonna it's gonna bring be hard
0: to bring myself to watch it. Yeah. All
1: right. So she's all that. Is that on any of the streaming sites? thirty-eight st- percent on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> with critics, <laughs> yes. but fifty-five with audiences. So Certified. there's a chance we
0: might. And it's got Rachel Lee Cook. I'm a fan.
1: Okay. Um, streaming. Well, Not hopefully sure. it is because I don't have a copy of it. <laughs> I don't want to have to buy that too. Um, I'll figure it out. Anyway. Hey guys. Uh, Before I wrap this up, I would love for you to write in. Uh, We're going to start getting people to sign up for the Russell or Wayne contest. (laughs) All right, what's going to happen is you write in, you say you want to be part of the Russell or Wayne competition each week. We're going to pull a name out of a hat. Joel will represent you. Yes. And so we'll play Russell or Wayne, or if we have a guest in, they'll represent you. That's a good idea. if they get it right, you win a prize. Do we have another entry this week? We don't have another entry. I'm not going to do it again. Okay. Uh, But... We'll do it next week after She's All That, Russell versus Wayne, part two. Russell Russell or Wayne? Russell versus Wayne? Uh, How the fuck do you think? Russell or Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Russell or Wayne. So we'll play that next week. Uh, guys, we'll watch She's All That. We'll come back here and talk about it. Uh, thank you so much, Jeff. Yeah. And uh, Joel, always a pleasure. And always a pleasure, all mine. Guys, we'll catch you next week. Thanks. Bye.